Shuffle. Shuffle. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Kill Shuffle. Hi. Hello. My name is Donald. I'm Dylan. And we are back to discuss music. How about that? And this yeah. week on the show, we are going to be reviewing new albums from Lady Gaga and Tethic and Run the Jewels, as well as a, a fun little EP release from Chromio. It's quite a star studded lineup. Mm-hmm. I'm glad. I'm, ex- I'm very. I'm, I'm surprised <laughs> as well. I know. I know. It's I know. It's not drought season at all. No, although the rain has arrived here in no longer sunny Dublin. Yeah, that's fine. We need it. We do. We do. And as we sort of begin to ease out of lockdown, it's nice to sort of feel like we're getting back to normal. It's no longer abnormally sunny. The summer is is rainy like it always is in Ireland and um we are emerging from our cocoons back into real life. You you and I are still recording remotely, but this might be the last time. Mhm. Yeah. Just yeah. cuz maybe Absolutely. it's Stockholm f- syndrome from my own household, <laughs> but anyway. Yeah, I'm sort of oh, I'm, I've gotten so cozy and comfy in my room recording these that uh <laughs> we need to we need to start and getting back into that real world mindset but it's nice to see you know record shops are beginning to open again yes that's good um yeah. and with you know it, it it works it's a system that it slowly will work um yeah two weeks from now we'll be singing a different song a hopefully better more positive song with a hopefully yeah yeah you know it's all that's it it's all it's sort of baby steps but you know we're getting there um and you know and, and and obviously the last thing that will will return is probably going to be uh, touring but you know even on that front i've seen uh, very workable plans being put into place in various uh, venues and things like that for maybe kind of september time so september you never know you, yeah interesting yeah. and actually last night i i was uh, present for a fun live <laughs> sparta gig um jim ward from sparta sold you know he did he did like a quote-unquote mm-hmm. you know 11 hour round the world tour and he did three shows sure. um so I, I sat in on the very first one which was the the sort of europe time zone one and then he mm. yeah he did that and then went into the um the u.s and then did like sort of a japan australia uh, type time uh, tour and it was it was great it was great to hear you know it was great to hear some songs there were some songs from wiretap scars there were some songs from porcelain uh, from trees and obviously some off the new album that we reviewed uh, also on acoustic yeah just, just acoustic just interesting but it was it was nice and it was like completely live so um and and and, and, and even though the the quality differential is obviously going to be there when when something is live versus uh, professionally put together and pre-recorded um so they're sending a mixed and mastered version of the recording to everybody that, that kind of came. That's and great. I, and that, that's see, a good see, model. Yeah. Um, I really liked, it's a rarity, but I think out of all of these, I've liked Devin Townsend's the most. Mm. Because he like had the, made backing tracks for most of the songs pre-done through, uh, through Logic or whatever and just played with them mm-hmm. at the same quality. Because it, it was just a great pre-done setup. That's um, fantastic. And so, did he did yeah. he did he pre-record those sessions and then put them out um in real time or was he was he actually playing live? Uh he had triggers of um how to uh for when each song would play. So they basically. were live streams though. He was like that was it was it was live. Yeah, it was it was playing off the computer as yeah. he was playing with it. Pretty much Oh, live. interesting. Yeah, no no, of course. Uh, how did he, did as he if do you would, via Twitch yeah. or 
he uh youtube i think youtube okay yeah. interesting uh, yeah, or, yeah. yeah yeah youtube but it yeah. worked uh, no, this 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 worked. It worked great, and it was um, it was it was really enjoyable, and and it was nice to be able to to pay to go see a gig again. <laughs> even yeah, in I've done that once way. already. Yeah, yeah. Um, for a band in Japan, uh, a Heidi who um, who just played oh, yeah. in an empty empty small gig. Um, yeah, we we reviewed their uh, their most recent record. It was their fourteenth thirteenth uh, anniversary. Um, mm. Playing to no one, which is interesting, and a lucky like, for some. And. To, and uh, yeah, that was interesting. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, that might have to become a slightly more common, um, common model. And I'm I'm happy if it's if it's an artist that I care about. I'm you know more than happy to, um, to, you know, pay for uh, a good product. And there are companies now that work with artists and sort of deliver these concerts where the artist needs to focus on the performance, but not the technical side, yeah. which is great. And, yeah, you know, I've heard, and it, it, was, I've heard yeah. it felt. I've heard it feels like playing a music video like filming one yeah he that, said he's, ne- the, he's never seen his face so much when he's performing he's like i make some fucked up faces when i sing and i never knew that yeah. <laughs> um yeah. and also you know they had they had a new shirt um that was all uh, to do with you know black lives matter which is which is kind of the uh, a very very prominent thing um in world cool, news cool. right at the moment and you know uh, proceeds from the concert uh we're going to the aclu and 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 proceeds from the from that piece of merch and we're also kind of going towards good causes which was great so um, that will most likely come up again later when we discuss Run the Jewels um, any more for any more Dill or we get going uh, no that, that's that's all she wrote okay yeah. alright well <laughs> the spaceship has landed um, and the long awaited follow up to Lady Gaga's album Joanne in 2016 uh, is here it's called Chromatica it yes, was long Chromatica is not a relative of her Joanne was, but Chromatica is possibly an alien relative. Who knows? Yeah. Have you read up on the concept of Chromatica? The uh... Uh, oh yeah, I've I've dug deep into it. Um, uh, for example, Zane, Zane's interview with her. Oh really? Is pretty in in, in um, it, it gets in there. Uh, like most Zane okay. interviews, uh, he he becomes the best friend, the therapist, and they do too. So it's um, it's nice to see what they really think about their music. Right, right like in, in in the heat of it okay you know not just later yeah absolutely well it's it, yeah so um so chromatica like i say it's i mean ostensibly it's sort of a concept album um about about a, an alien planet full of kindness punks it sort of sends a little bit mad max um yeah a little <laughs> bit um killjoys Ma- from mcr that kind of stuff yeah. Uh, yes. Exactly. Yeah. That. Oh, actually, funnily enough, it, it, apparently it was. It's been described as a part Mad Max, Mortal Kombat, and cyberpunk fantasy. So, it's um, it's yeah, and power bit of Power Rangers in there too. If if you've seen mm. the videos, it's okay. It's fun. I actually have not. I've only listened aesthetic. to the. I've only listened to the music, which makes the idea that this is a concept album all the more funny. But you know, oh, you dude, and the I. Videos. Yeah. Okay. It's, I will, it's I will check them out. And a half. You and I um, go back a while with with Gaga. We've discussed um, art, which I consider her unfairly maligned masterpiece, art pop, um, on the show. And uh, you and know, most, I, I would yeah. say most of her stuff is quite underappreciated. Even the uh, even the escapes to different genres, in a yeah. way, are yeah. Just by the fact that she can do it really yeah, well, absolutely. And even the fact that this is her. Uh, fifth album is somewhat up for debate I think because she made the very strange decision to release her sort of de facto second album The Fame Monster as eight bonus tracks 
to her debut album, The Fame, um, even though it's, you know, it's 35 minutes, like it's the length of a full album and it kind of has a flow and an ebb to it. But mm-hmm. anyway, so, you know, if you, if, you do, if you don't count that, we certainly don't count uh, her Cheek to Cheek album with Tony Bennett as a, as a full studio album. So <laughs> I, I, yeah. I, I don't count that one. No. And I don't count the Star is Born soundtrack either. Um, no, you know. no, it's, it's so, a different yeah. monster. Yeah. yeah, but 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 def, speaking of monsters, I mean, we're definitely back to a sort of more monstrous Gaga with this album. I mean, Joanne yeah. felt like a maybe a bit of a response to the criticism of Art Pop, um, which she's recently tweeted that she she forgets making, which I find hilarious. Um, uh, I, I think yeah, you would, <laughs> you would, you know, you know, it it coming coming off a pretty pretty a damaged state emotionally. It's it's. You get caught yeah. in emotions more than you do the actual writing process, right? No. Right. Um, but it it was it was definitely a more analog, uh, more toned down. There is still you know, uh, big sort of stadium style songs like uh, "Perfect Illusion" will be one, um, "Diamond Heart." You know, there are songs that yeah. are a bit more upbeat. But generally speaking, it's a quite a country flecked, folk infused. Um, quiet record and so yeah so it was really the question with with this was is she going to double down or is she going to backtrack and she's she's kind of she's in a good way she's yeah she's well right this this is very much a digital technological i i think i think they had electronic record just thoroughly making a a digital thing yeah embracing the dance yeah uh, at at its core yeah 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 And, and and as i say it was it was delayed um yeah and and now it's 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 kind of finally here i'm still in the, in the pandemic but uh, maybe a little bit closer towards the end um so i mean it, it probably goes without saying that this is definitely a step back in the right direction for me because this is this is the gaga that i like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. crunchy yeah. uh, techno disco house gaga yeah fully <laughs> fully uh aware of the 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 ham and emotion that goes with dance in all the eras yeah right she yeah. really she knows how each of those fast uh, how every facet to each the 90s dance techno early mm. t- 2000s uh, and then the art pop era stuff which is kind of weird than the daft punk era stuff it's it's she knows yeah. she loves it she, she has a passion for it and so does um blood pop the co-writer yeah, yeah. um like oh my god they they nail a lot of this. Yeah, Blood Pop uh, is, is interesting. He's worked with, um, he was worked with Grimes, Britney Spears, mm-hmm. um, Hannah, uh, and you know, kind of big, 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 big stars like Justin Bieber, Madonna. Um, so he's, you know, his his touch is kind of all over this record. And there's also, I mean, there's an army of of writers and producers, which oh, yeah. I would like expect it, no less. And and just it sure as hell sounds like they're giving it time and considerable yeah. thought. Because yeah. an army could easily, you know, ruin it. But um, as we discussed with um, oh, what's her name? Uh, the last kind of Dua Lipa. Dua Lipa, yeah, exactly. Um, people really going like having a lot of great ideas and going like, we could just choose any of these because they're really good and we're all on board for it. That's yeah. what it sounds like here. Um, yeah, for yeah, the most absolutely. Part. Yeah, I mean, somebody. It was funny. There was a tweet um, early on in the release cycle of this album, and the tweet sort of went. 
Wow, so Chromaticus just recycled high speeds. Okay. And uh <laughs> oh, I mean I mean when you listen to tracks like when you when you listen to tracks like, you know, Alice and um you know, One Thousand Doves and uh, certain other songs kind of throughout their own time, at Free Woman will be another one. You sort of think, oh, I mean, there is a little well, bit of truth to that tweet, but then at the same but time, but who cares? Because that's the yeah. point, you know. Yeah, that's the love of it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I right? think the only song, I mean, uh, sort of coming from co- co- coming from sort of somebody who, on first listen, was maybe slightly slightly skeptical that perhaps this album was uh, maybe mostly filler, a little bit killer, to the point where now I consider myself a Chromatica stan. I think. Uh-huh. I think really the only song that hasn't come along in terms of um, me kind of feeling like it, uh, it it kind of um, blows past those sort of preconceived notions. It would be fun tonight. Has an interesting, strange energy to it. It's a very super cheesy '80s power ballad style song. It's not fun tonight. That's a weird one. But the one that I'm thinking of more is um, Sarah Candy because I do uh, genuinely think that sounds like a photocopy of a photocopy. Ish. It, it sounds like a Blackpink song, which is who they yeah. are. Uh, the the K-pop stars that are yeah. there. They're huge. They're fucking. <laughs> yeah, bigger absolutely. than almost and Lady Aga is at, at this point. Numbers, really? I guess. Wow. Yeah, by number, have if numbers go by anything, but uh, that is wild. It just it just reminded me of, <sighs> of Swish Swish from by uh, by Katy Perry, which I which I felt at the time was a quite derivative sort of house type song. But beyond that, I mean, you know, the album is it, it's full of highlights in terms of you know you've got the sort of lead single "Stupid Love," which um, as somebody who really was turned off the Born This Way album by the title track. I I really didn't like that title track. I thought the chorus was super nursery rhyme-ish and I, I didn't, I just, even though I agree with the sentiment of the lyrics, never vibed with that song. Stupid Love is essentially sort of Max Martin going, let's Revised. redo Born This Way, but better. And I yeah. I think it works. Yeah, this is, this, this is um essentially just love sucks, but it's stuck with me. So yeah. let's embrace it. Absolutely. That's what it sounds like. And the, oh my God, the synths in that song are, are great. Just the, yeah. the, the real kind of trigger uh, arpeggiated. It's that, it's that yeah. Miami Nights 1984, like outrun style, just yeah. um, re- like like revved up crunchy bass synth that I love. Um, And then and then you got the one-two punch of like Stupid Love followed by rain, the sort of two lead singles and then Rain, rain On Me with them. Um, Ariana Grande, which just sort of cements for me that I think she genuinely has a great voice. It's 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 the sort of songwriting style of her own music that I'm not a massive fan of because she sounds exactly, fantastic yeah. here. She's got she's got great pipes. Um, mm. she she just delivers it as perfectly as you can, I guess. Um, yeah. While complimenting complimenting Gaga's um work and vice versa, it, it's it's yeah. a great uh, unlikely duo. Um, I guess, yeah. I guess for them, they're like, "How could we? How could we up each other?" And the the, the decision was to um, embrace each other's um, yeah skills and, and, and stuff. And, and and you know, and, and I think just the production on that track is is really uh, it's stellar. Um, yeah, the, that's blood, the blood phased pop bass. burns and Takami worked on that one. And yeah, it's it's that discovery era Daft Punk sound that well, it's it, it's more so the um was it Starship that that's extra song they did uh, under a different moniker. It has the kind oh. of same bass. Yeah. Um, it's like a six minute long kind of house song. Oh, okay. Re- yeah, not recently. Really... Maybe not called Starship. Uh, something like that. Yeah. It, no, yeah, it's yeah. 2003, 2004. Yeah. 
Okay. It's just one song, and it frustrates me that it's just one song because it's like oh, this. It's so it's good. It's that kind of phased bass. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's it's definitely it's that French electro house sound. Like you you can throw Justice in the mix under or, under an actual song, uh, verse chorus verse chorus format, which is really right. Cool. Which is it's the not just thing that you, is usually missing. Uh, even though I mean, you and I both, you know, we love Daft Punk or whatever, and that and that style of music. But that it 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 is putting it in that pop structure that really makes that song special and of course you've exactly. got you've got the usual sort of gaga trappings of you know speaking uh, doing that kind of spoken word thing you know rain oh it's great on me she loves it's she it's, loves, it's, it's yeah. rupaul down to a science <laughs> yeah 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 yeah. Um, speaking of rupaul my um my girlfriend's ears pricked up on um i think it was babylon uh babylon yes yeah she sort of said wow that sounds a lot like cover girl by rupaul and indeed it does yeah um, but um, I believe there's a Madonna song that it, it sort of apes as well. But then mm-hmm. one of the lyrics is "rip that song," so you know she's sort of yeah. self <laughs> self aware. What did the fake sax remind you of anything on that song? Because I I adore that fake sax sound. Oh, a lot. I mean, yeah. God, I'm I'm all over this. Like I love mm. the lyrics even more than I ever have. Mm. Um, equally with the music this time. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah. Um, it's a great sentiment of things she's learned from and embrace. Yeah, um, like it, like learning learning through tears, uh, rain on me. It's it, it's yeah. great. It's a really really cool sentiment to a lot of these songs. Right, even the bad ones have great sentiment to them. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, it's it's the answer. <laughs> Not many bad ones. <laughs> the, the, the the people by Sam Sparrow's the fake sax uh, comparison. Lyrically speaking, I mean it's kind of the usual Gaga mix of you know some great sort of. Uh, simple sound bites and catch yeah and like catchphrases but then some real I mean there's some real lyrical clunkers in here but that's you know that's to be expected and that's almost part of the charm at this point like Plastic Doll is (laughs) it's kind of funny she sort of describes herself as a better version of Barbie Barbie girl right yeah better version of that Um, yeah and actually uh, Skrillex is the guest producer on that one oh oh Plastic Doll Plastic Doll yeah Great. I love the the choruses, dude. She belts uh, like Yeah. Don't so much play with me. It's kinda what like Fame Monster and stuff were kinda missing. This mm. delivers what she's learned from the other genre departures with yeah. how far she can belt. Um That yeah. is interesting. It, it's interesting too because she apart from her sort of country fried like rock ballads that she's always done it's weird that there isn't really one on this album actually because i feel like every other release that she has um yeah, has one just... you know like your you and i or speechless mm-hmm. or brown mm-hmm. eyes like she always has a song like that so there isn't one there isn't one of those here but a thousand doves is close to it but yeah it's still it's still in the same pool as all this yeah. um not yeah. i think 911 is my favorite song she's done um Oh yeah, it's, it, that's it's, definitely the most art pop song on the on the record. Yeah. And 911 is it, excellent, and it feels very um. Oh, what's the what's the band you really love? Um, like you know a, like one. Nero, maybe Nero. Yeah, exactly yeah, that. Right, you yeah. hear that in her voice, kind of the the falsetto yeah. stuff that Nero have done. My biggest enemy is me. I've had that, yeah. I've had that song in my head for a good long it's, while. It's, it, it's very underplayed, but then it. It, it's it scales up and adds in right. layers later on, and I love that. Like it doesn't get that, too big for its britches. No, it's it's a, it's it's a great it's a great song. That song lyrically is is kind of about um, her. I, I believe she had like some sort of a 
yeah and the psychotics like she was having a real sort of psychotic breakdown and then she she had like a well yeah it's prescription um, that would that kind of save your life yeah it's 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 getting through it without Mm. taking the meds that prevent the pain and yeah because it's not because they would kill you that's um really heavy lyrically but uh yeah my god she she uh she she it's definitely in a controlled environment such as this song yeah um right right exactly but i mean vocally like you were just saying i think maybe part of what slightly put me off the record to begin with was the level to which she gives every song ultimate socks like it wasn't something she was doing on on her first record it, it sort of creeped in during born this way and those are probably my least favorite songs on that album i've reappraised mm. that album this if for, for an hour long it's there's there's like there's 35 40 really good minutes on it but i, I do think yep. it's there's a lot of like filler slash bad stuff on it but that sort of approach of giving every song like 110 percent vocally it, it's an interesting mix for this style of music and it more recalls like that sort of late 90s early 2000s era of like Cher and Kylie Minogue and you know when exactly when house beats and a sort of diva belting kind of voice where were a natural fit whereas I feel like the more modern approach is very is more like the LLLL like uh, you the, the vocals are in the background and and kind of subtle yeah this, you isn't, hear that, this is not at all bar maybe sour candy to an ex- to, to a degree yes um, yeah 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 well where she's not doing most of the singing <laughs> yeah um, but like if you think about free woman for example there's that there's that sort of breakbeat mm. sweep and then the last chorus is like woman yeah 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 you know, oh she's she giving it surprises me <laughs> even like, for her and i know it, how like, she can give it broadway that's like broadway level socks and i think once you get you have to get on board with that approach because if you don't you're not gonna have a good time. You, it's tonight, like when you, he- yeah. it, dude. It's it's like when you. Yeah. I was playing a uh, Star Wars: The Old Republic. Two tangents off a little bit. Playing the Star Wars: The Old Republic recently. Great game. The second game, and mm. uh, there's some some voice actors in there that do not sound like video game voice actors. They they're they're Broadway and beyond. Right, right, <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Um, and this is kind of like that. It's like whoa, um, it's a whole other <laughs> level. I know, and it works on certain. Like I think on Free Woman, it works, but I think then maybe the following track, Fun Tonight, it it's it comes across as a bit too cheesy. Like yeah, that, and I think that's about yeah. her old producer who she had a oh. bit of a not great time with, um, being pulled into like Red One um, fame and stuff. Mm. Um, yeah, I think it was a re- relationship thing where she did not want yeah. the spotlight, and he kept on trying to force her. Okay, okay, do that. So yeah, sad, sad stuff on this, but empowering stuff getting through sounds that's what this is all about yeah absolutely and it's funny that she says that she doesn't remember art pop because you know there's a there's a quite obvious um reference to the song donatella in uh, replay there's that kind of um hook that makes it that like that that kind of worms its way it's part of the gaga universe i think there's a lot of references to monsters and she does her you know her she knows her songs she knows the process is kind of a little foggy (laughs) yeah 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 yeah. Yeah. but what i'm saying is that like you know there are there are explicit kind of um easter eggs peppered throughout the album in terms of like her accents and her kind of the way she like repeats things it goes like whatever if you if you really listen close and you know the gaga Mm -hmm. back catalog there's there's a lot here that will kind of um, feel familiar which is great like replay is a wonderful song i just think that's another yeah. daft punk inspired very classic gaga um mm-hmm. uh you know uh, 
is at one thousand doves. Very 90s. 1,000 Doves couldn't be more 90s if it tried. Uh, this, it's got this World Cup. I, I want to think of it as like a World Cup snare roll. You know that? That, that kind of leads in a uh, yeah, couple yeah. of the verses. Very, um, it's it's shitty European house pop at its best. Yeah. <laughs> Could be a Eurovision yeah. song. Speaking of which, yeah. sign from above. Jesus. Yeah, that's like trance with Elton John. Yeah. Trance yeah, techno yeah, yeah. with Elton John. It was amazing. I, I was expecting a slow thing with him but no it it got experimental and weird and yeah. everything i love from that genre um with its spaciness honestly it if signed from above if i didn't have irrefutable proof that signed from above was originally released on uh chromatica in 2020 i would have sworn to you one eurovision for sweden in 2014 like it is it, would, it is such it a it is such yeah. a eurovision banger but yeah elton john sounds great and then it kind of comes at you with this. Do you remember? Do you remember what we were talking about on the Shikari review? There was where they sort of remix their own song at the end of the song. It does that. It, yeah, it kind of comes yeah, in with this like how this sort of drum and bass reworking of the song. It's great. Yeah, um, and there's a bit of that in this. Is uh, we haven't even talked about the interludes, which are very uh, yeah of of the Shikari uh, vibe, full <laughs> yeah. on memorable interludes of classical orchestrations. Yeah. It's incredible. Yeah, shout out Mor- Morgan Kibbe who arranged those, and they yeah. sound they sound really really good. Um, yeah. She's worked with uh, M eighty three on on his. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. Yeah. Um, what I like about them is I've seen I've seen a lot of discourse about those interludes feeling somewhat random, but actually they no. they 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 they, in, they introduced the following song quite well. Th- that's the point. Yeah, they they yeah. quite effectively do. Chromatica yeah. two to nine one one is is makes it that much more epic. Same it's with great. three bum, bum, on the first bum, song. Bum, 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 bum. It's great. Uh, yeah, no, I, I I I disagree with that take. Like it's it's they they're very much an essential part of the album, and they make it feel like an album. They make what 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 is largely a sort of grab bag of um, sort of house inspired uh, pop songs feel more like a cohesive record which is cool um yeah. there are some surprises to be found though like enigma which i think will justifiably be plagued by comparisons <laughs> to hallucinate by dua lipa or future nostalgia which uh, it was this i'm sorry but the rock'em sock'em robots like celebrity death match of 2020 was always going to be uh future nostalgia versus chromatica and enigma doesn't help insofar as it riffs on a lot of the same musical themes as as hallucinate but um, but it's got you know it's got these seventies bongos it's got this the 70s splashes bongos, yeah of, yeah it's got yeah. This, these splashes of brass towards the end I don't think it's as much of a success as hallucinate but that's that's no that's no great um, black market that's my yeah. favorite song off that album and it's a great record so I still like the song and once again the the choruses for this even the all right of songs are incredible like yeah. they they raise it up a bit more because because gag gag is there yeah just in general she's a force regardless of. <laughs> quality yeah yeah exactly um but no it's you know it's it's a i'll tell you this i don't think it's as instantaneous as some of her previous work but um i'd say it is quite more so than maybe art pop because this got me on second listen at mm. least i was i was in, in love with it interesting um, okay you have a, art you've pop got is a, definitely yeah. not for the fans really mm. it is and it isn't it's it's very experimental this is um kind of a combo 
this more this is definitely more approachable yeah right well this just draws from a separate i think it's just just draws from a separate vein yeah. of electronic like art pop not so much the skrillex stuff right yeah 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 art pop very much felt like it was drawing from that like nero skrillex almost like you know it, 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 that very aggressive hard edm um whereas this is this uh-huh. is this is this is throwing back further which is yeah. it's 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 drawing from an era of electronic music that i'm like less i would say kind of familiar with like you'll notice we haven't been talking about a lot of like musical touch points you or me um probably because we wouldn't be as familiar with the individual artists in this yeah. scene we know the style quite well we hear yeah. it often um but it's not it's you not know. something where i wouldn't feel like i could i could name you some pop pop artists from you know the late 90s early 2000s who obviously or 80s um, like i would say this is a lot like what Cindy Lauper would probably do yeah. in modern times. But she but was. Those producers were obviously working from a playbook of sort of underground to sort of mid level electronic artists that I just don't have the background to speak about. So, you know, so it's, but you, you but you, you know, but you kind of know, you know the sound we're talking about. It's quite a minimalist, mm-hmm. it's quite a minimalist approach, generally speaking, uh, m- musically. But then when you pop the headphones on and you crank it up and you really, really listen, there's, yeah, it's, there's, there's tons of depth as well. Yeah, there's tons of depth. It's sun kissed in general. So it, it's feel, it's very feel good. Um, yeah. Because of, kind of the synth they use as well uh, it's just it just feels like it has character right yeah yeah yeah, it yeah. does yeah i like this not not at all what i was expecting to be honest with you um not necessarily exactly what i wanted but i'm i'm so glad that it exists and mm-hmm. um i i really like it I, I you know it's it's always a good sign when you can get to your sort of eight nine tenth listen and you're still hearing new things and it's still growing on you yeah. each time it does i mean like of course it has to have the mainstream weight that mm. 10 or so producers demand from it but there is some good compromise in there to make some very creative stuff yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Right. agreed and sometimes like it's nice to go see the new star wars movie in the cinema because you know you're going to be getting the biggest best most sort of bleeding edge special effects it's nice to listen to the new gaga album because you know you're getting like a group of the most elite producers and songwriters in the world to create some sort of concoction that injects directly into your cortex do do you have a a list of any of the producers any memorable um well yeah i mean beyond like um You've got Blood Pop, obviously, is the main one. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Matthew Matthew Burns was was on a lot of um, a lot of the tracks. A guy called Takaim. To be honest with you, there were so many that I didn't I didn't actually get around to looking every single person up. Wow. Somebody called M- Medeon was Medeon was uh, also a producer uh, on many of the tracks. Heard um, the name, yeah, 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 yeah. But I to, like I I would be lying to you if I said that I had like gone in depth on every single one because I got just overwhelmed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I lo- I looked up Blood Pop and then I sort of uh, and obviously everybody knows who Max Martin is and then I kind of stopped. Um, but shout out to everybody that worked on this record. Yeah, um, a lot of writer, care, writers and producers. A lot of care went into it, and yeah, and it worked. Mm-hmm. It worked, and even if and even if she sort of whiplashes back into a more stripped down version of herself for whatever she decides to do next like that's okay yeah i think this was like an album of seeking what you really want to do mm. that seemed to be her wording around this yeah, yeah. agreed agreed what makes um, her truly happy um yeah yeah and that's the main thing we all want gaga to be you know safe and healthy because i don't feel like she was in a very good place during five foot two no um 
it, no. it did it, it was captured her at quite a what well, seemed like quite a painful crossroads in her life um and you know a, a painful crossroads that maybe followed a painful crossroads because because she was she was sort of deeply hurt by the by the response to art pop and then i feel like joanne was also received with a lukewarm quite a lukewarm reception um so uh, it's, i don't yeah. think it's by music i think it's more so by stuff going on in your life like the family which is oh and her ch- chronic ch- yeah her chronic chronic uh, fibromyalgia i think her, she's got like a chronic uh-huh. pain yeah. syndrome um you know everything it all it all it all comes together but it's all it's all intertwined with her Starting. professional life and i think it's i think it's fun and easy to root against gaga but um i would also say that anybody who lumps her in with um the sort of landfill of 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 pop music is is committing a a grave error of of ignorance because yeah. she's you know there are very very few um artists in any space as as talented as her out there yeah and and fuck i mean lately uh, i'm not sure if you've seen it on youtube but she's been spearheading the stuff these movement small movements with um with the uh the obamas oh um, great and i've i've don't look at the comments <laughs> just enjoy I, the I fact don't... that that's a thing happening and that's really powerful but there's some assholes oh. on they're like what the hell is this cash out no. i know i mean just to like really quickly you know you can't ever listen to the comments because there was a piece on you know the irish news uh, recently about the plight of artists and you know artists not working and the the sector generally generally going down the tubes because of coronavirus and uh, and what what's necessary to fix it and the comment mm-hmm. section was you know all people playing tiny violins and who cares and stuff and you sort of think wow okay great i guess you didn't you didn't read a book or watch a film or enjoy you know an album or anything while well, you were in lockdown did you you just want you just stared at the wall um you know had in-depth philosophical conversations with your friends no you experience the arts the arts needs to be funded it's not something that magically appears out of nowhere um, yeah i mean you like, know so the comment section is, is always a bad place to go yeah i mean she she's she's an artist who who has it still has it great and um mm. some artists have not been doing the best with what they got for yeah. um causes lately and and she is so that's fucking fantastic yeah and you know dill there could be a hundred people in a room and if only one of them believes in you i'm just ribbing on you. her for for a, for a talking point that she rolled out about seventy five thousand times on the stars born tour but we but love yeah. you gaga and we and we we have Needs no choice be, but to stand yeah people need to needs to get into get into people's heads yep definitely people have short spans of memory <laughs> <laughs> so uh chromatica winner uh absolutely um, all right what, what a godsend what a godsend uh, uh fuck it's it's you go first <laughs> just because of because uh, i feel like it's it's sort of two generations of pop music um bonding over a tacky ibiza beat it has to be signed from above yeah, um, that was a huge surprise, right? Yeah, oh man, and that that mm-hmm. one's such a grower. Like it Mine's, goes hard. Yeah, my I'm giving this a uh, a nine. A, yeah, give give, your, give my, your favorite track. Sorry, my favorite track. Uh, toss up between nine nine eleven nine one one and uh, rain on me. Oh, I can't man, decide. Those are I can't those are decide, those dude. are my two and three. To be honest with you, yeah. Um, great stuff. I'm gonna give it an eight. Yeah, um, Chromatica by Lady Gaga. So that's that's yeah. So nine from Delay for me. It's it's a winner, folks. Um, I think it's probably my 
Oh gosh, it's my second or third favorite Gaga record. Uh, just under Art Pop for me. Just yeah. under Art Pop for you. Yeah, it's it's it but probably in some ways too. even better. It's but, more consistent. I don't know, but the, I, the fame just has so many, so many sort of memories and nostalgic reminiscences <laughs> tied up with it for me that I think I don't think it, I don't think this could top the fame for me. But it's a close, close, close third. Yeah, uh, um, yeah, great stuff. Okay, yeah. Chromatica. Uh, by Lady Gaga. That was our first record of the week. Next up, it's uh, yeah, it's 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 kind of the the talking point of of the past month, I would say. Um, RTJ Four by Run the Jewels, um, also yeah. known as Killer Killer, Killer Mike. Mike and LP. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as wisely stated by Gangsta Boo on uh, Walk, Walking in the Snow. Um, you know they, they've cheated because one of them's white and one of them's black so if you don't like them you're automatically racist <laughs> <laughs> you've got nowhere to turn man <laughs> and the um, other person goes ha, ha, oh <laughs> it's great oh. Um, yeah. yeah so this is the fourth record from the uh, the Atlanta slash New York City duo um, since 2013 not yeah, around I as long as I actually thought they were uh, yeah they've they've kind of put their solo careers on the sideline to yeah. do all this and they've been at it for almost a decade so yeah 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 and Full really on. committing to a uh, uh, what i what i really like about them straight off the bat is like really committing to a not an aesthetic but like but even that symbol of the fist and the gun that's on yeah, the cover of all of their albums in various different forms i love when a band really commits it's to amazing so uh, iconography right. like that it's great um yeah so the uh, you know so the elephant in the room obviously is the ongoing um so Black Lives Matter protests in the States following the death of George Floyd in Minneapolis. And this album mm-hmm. was released a couple days early um, because the the themes that Killer Mike has been, uh, particularly has been um, sort of writing about his entire career. Constant uh, buildup. And yeah. yeah. The, um, the, uh, you know, the, the points he tried to talk here. across. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they're here. Yeah, um, oh, they to absolutely the point, are. To the point where... Um, uh, some were like, wow, this was written a year ago, these lyrics, these, yeah. these literal phrases of things that have happened to kick off this, written a year ago. Yep. Uh, jarring and very, uh, very scary, right? Yeah, I mean, it's, no, it's, 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 it is absolutely, it is so tragic. Yeah. Um, because um, I think Walking in the Snow, um, to start it off lyrically, mm. I think set the tone for me, um, uh, if you, if you, if I can just recite a bit here. I'd love you uh, to. And, yeah, and every day on evening news, they feed you for f- fear for free. And you're so numb, you watch the cops choke out a man like me. Until my voice goes from a shriek to a whisper, I can't breathe. Yep. Final words and, and you, of yeah. George Floyd, but also the final words of Eric Garner, who um, yeah. who died in... Uh, actually, when I was in uh, New York, he, he just died a couple couple blocks from where I work, uh, where mm. I used to work. Um, you know, and it's... It was the same, the same thing, you know. A, a, a black man uh, had his air supply cut off, um, you know, sort of begging for his life, saying he couldn't breathe, and you know he was murdered. And that cop has not um, has not been brought to justice. And yeah, it's we're like, hoping um, that the cops in this case are. But it's uh, it's 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 a really terrible and terrifying theme to have to watch replay over and over again. Yeah, um, and then finishes off there with uh, the most he gives a Twitter rant and call it a tragedy, but truly a travesty. You've been robbed of your empathy and replaced with apathy. Um, that's a, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's it, it it does it hits hard because that's 
Yeah, that is that is kind of what's happening because for uh, for folks like you and me, it, especially since we're not you know we're we're not living in uh, in the country that is the worst affected by this. All, of course, racism is a scourge that affects countries all around the world, including Ireland. But this particular police brutality issue um, is seems to be largely an American phenomenon. So, you know, as two white guys um, who do not live in that sort of situation, it's you know we can feel you know. It, it, particularly sort of called out by that line and it's true and it is true um it's you know like i say i i i hope that people don't obsess over uh killer mike being a clairvoyant of any description he is just observing and writing very very uh fantastic and insightful lyrics about the world that you know he's had to live in for a long 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 time yeah I I really like um, I really like how they come together as a band, yeah, as a rap group. Um, yep. Because Killer Mike has always been a guy who can almost just, the, the, of course, clever, clairvoyant. The stuff just appears from his head. He can freestyle like the best of them, yeah. And it's, it's all non. For the most part, non rehearsed. It just this is these are thoughts in his head, and he just yeah. does it. Um, yeah, absolutely. And then, and then L- yeah, LP provides the uh, the structure to it, and production yeah. and stuff, and so it's well. Also, I mean, cool he economy. I mean he contributes. I would say probably about forty five to fifty percent of the lyrics too. I mean, you know, yeah, LP yeah. is a very talented MC. Um, you know, he's a good a, maybe personally possibly think that Killer Mike pips him just in terms of like. Oh. The, the sheer raw sort of energy of his delivery but I think LP is a really talented um, MC also and, and I enjoy all of his verses here um, so it's 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 great to hear and I also I like I like the dynamic of the two trading off against each other which often happens sometimes in the same line um, which is great yeah the, yeah uh, but you know just to give you an example of of, of the the level of uh, sort of I don't know just how like intelligently written a lot of this is. Like one of the one of the verses, I think this is from um, uh, possibly never look back. It's uh, I'm I'm reading Chomsky. I read Bukowski. I'm laying low for a week. I said something on behalf of my people, and I popped up on WikiLeaks. Thank God mm-hmm. that I'm covered. The devil comes smothered. And you know the evil don't sleep. Uh, Dick Gregory told me a couple of secrets before he laid down in his grave. All of us served the same masters. All of us, nothing but slaves. Never forget in the story of Jesus, the hero was killed by the state. <laughs> yeah, there you, there you go. There you have uh, it, right? It's, that's, I mean, that is Ten really uh, is good of a verse as you're ever going to be able to write uh, poetry, rap music or otherwise. Um, it's, it's fantastic. Yeah. And it just yeah. runs. Like these guys just run with it for... Yeah. <laughs> It's that laid-back country drawl that I, you know, that I, I was, which was something yeah. that I always loved about about Big Boys. I, I put, and funnily enough, um, Killer Mike, his first appearance was on a, an Outcast track. Um, yeah. Oh, hey, Cap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so he has that same uh, that same sort of, as I say, that like Atlanta drawl that that Big Boy has. But the it's, Atlanta, it's, yeah, yeah. But it's a much more. I mean, in Killer Mike's case, it's a much more. Um, it, it's it's a more powerful uh, kind of frenetic delivery which i which i like um he just yeah, you a, know he he has he has a, sort of a a rage that he needs to um to exercise in, in a lot yeah. of these tracks then you uh, got the it, new york side with uh with the yeah other, the half, yeah right so it's, it's yeah a, yeah absolutely um, hence, hence the yankee and the brave 
Yeah, right. Yankee and the Brave, Brave, yeah. the fake fake TV show that they sort of introduced in the first uh, the first song. Yeah, the Atlanta Braves, New York Yankees. That's yeah. right. Yep, yep, yep. It's great. No, that's and then and then that that sort of theme of that sort of theme of like a '60s TV style aesthetic sort of uh, bleeds into like out of sight there's that what you gonna do what you gonna do it sounds very like 60s detective show uh, yeah, and then yeah right nice, right the nice. way through to the end the very outro is is um i think it's uh, possibly who is it now um i think it's asap ferg and somebody else who do the mm-hmm. that that sort of yankee and the brave a team style outro um uh, yeah um and you get it with a few words from the firing squad the ending yeah. to that as well and yeah all yeah, this yeah, al- this yeah. this album book ends incredibly well it um, really does because it goes from almost a sort of kind of jaunty vibe on I, the song that it reminded me most actually the first track yankee and the brave episode four was super fast jellyfish off uh, plastic beach do you remember that song yeah i do the, the drum the drum beat is 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 quite reminiscent but it's a it's a slightly it's it's definitely it's a it's a high energy track but it's maybe slightly more um uh nasty here but uh-huh. uh you know but that like that's but it starts off in that kind of vein and 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 continues through ooh la la which is like a pure kind of pop pop song um but then as you sort of drift towards holy kalama fuck and goonies versus ets and then right the way through from walking in the snow to the end it gets it just gets darker and angrier and harder mm-hmm. and heavier um, to the sort of culmination point of a few words for the firing squad, which is you know a, a as sort of blistering yeah. a song um, as you'll hear. Yeah, and uh, you know, I, I I love how the featured artists are just kind of they just kind of come in <laughs> at yeah. any point, right? Like, yeah, just for example, is 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 Ooh. one of them. Right? Just is is absolutely excellent, and I just, like if you if you oh. didn't know the artist, you'd be like, oh, that's Pharrell, or yeah. that's for example uh pulling the pin with josh homie he's just kind of mm. doing bits and pieces of the guitar and maybe mm. his vocals are around the place they're, they're um they didn't yeah. take center stage they just kind of build up yeah um no pulling the nice pin way. i mean the pulling the pin they get the the, the the sort of star guest on pulling the pin is mavis staples um 80 year old yeah. gospel singer who just she's great you can hear she's always the life good. she's lived in, in in her in her lines in that song and it's yeah um devastating I, I really enjoyed hearing. Um, we'll get back to the main guys, of course, but uh, I really yeah. loved hearing a fucking Zach De La Roja <sighs> come in. Yeah, in a in a song that I thought was pretty good. Um, mm. Kept it minimal, of course. Um, mm. That would be my only qualm. Was maybe um, for the prestige that came in. Oh, mm. I'd want the instrumentals to lift it. Um, yeah to the memorable status but the but the fucking vocals do enough right the the, the rhymes he's slamming and everybody's slamming yeah. are, are are iconic so that song is is a weird one i really yeah i really like i really like just i love the i i don't know i just see Pharrell williams as such a as such a commercial squeaky clean artist right that it was Not it nerd. was quite <laughs> shocking to hear. No, but but he has become in recent years a very family friendly because of, of happy. Yeah, because Which, of happy, right? Because of happy. Yeah. But then also other other things he's done. Um and to hear him, you know, sing you know, rapping about the 13th amendment and then, you know, look at all these slave masters posing on your dollars. It's like 
fucking hell like he he's he, he if he lost it at all he's got it back and then obviously he's acted a rock sounds fantastic on his verse it's interesting to hear him do a slightly more like you can he's obviously furious but he's not doing his full-throated uh scream that he does on rage against the machine it's it's definitely more of a it's more of a hip-hop style um delivery which is yeah. which is great yeah, I, and, it, and he's a fantastic. I yeah. think one of his lines is uh, is like, "We're living in a in a world where murderous chokehold cops are still earning a living." Mm-hmm. I think, and, and I mean, how true is that? Like, that's that's been the case yeah. for so, so, so for a depressing proportion yeah. of these uh, police brutality um, yeah. cases. Yeah, um, yeah, just was great. Like, just kind of society going from one illusion to another. Yep, um, kind of riding those coattails in a in a very s- selfish way um right um, absolutely um production wise i think mm-hmm. you know lp's obviously super super talented um there's some stuff especially towards the second half of the album that i lo- i mean never look back has this lovely really thick mm-hmm. kind of bouncy synth um synth line that kind of Drum. underscores it and then kind of the, the drums get ramped up quite a bit i think Mm. Um, or am I thinking of I'm thinking of maybe uh, out of sight sorry yeah. oh yeah okay um, but yeah some some great real stuff comes in yeah um, to mix with the synthetic of course um, in, in the last song a few words for Ryan's mm-hmm. God um, but yeah as you said Never Look Back is this great kind of Daft Punky uh, yeah swirling synth um, it's very experimental it's fantastic um, yeah Free Wars for the Firing Squad I think for me is it's just a masterclass. Um, that slow, slow build of strings and synth. Um, Almost the, sounds like a full rock band, right? Yeah, it yeah. Could easily suffices like stadium act rock band, right? Yeah, it's 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 really unusual, but the chord choices are fantastic, and it just expertly. It, I, it's, on it's, it's, it, yeah, it just it just ramps up and up and up to the point where you know. Killer Mike is kind of talking about his his mother who died an addict and um, you know really confessional stuff and it's very 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 powerful because he kind of goes into like he deals with societal problems but then also kind of personal personal issues um, and, and, and then you know one of the last lines is about you know men who hung from trees like pieces of strange fr- fruit which mm-hmm. kind of is a reference back to the, the Billy Holiday song but that inspired the title of uh, Zeal and Arder's second album as well Stranger Fruit yeah yep it's this, mm-hmm. this really haunting image um, that calls back to probably you know one of the darkest chapters in American history that sadly seems to be still being written um, you know so it's it's great you know I, I think maybe this this is indebted to traditional um, hip hop m- more than I'm generally uh, like I would say, mm-hmm. uh, what's the word? Like it's I'm not, blast- I'm not yeah. read up on, I'm not read up on this yeah. style of music well enough to know the correct touch points. And I'm also, you know, I'm, I'm a little bit at sea in terms of like, <sighs> this is not my usual listening diet. Um, so sure, it's sure. hard um, for me to like, for, even though I, I, I love lots of individual bits in this album. Um, and I, I, truly respect kind of what it's it's saying and its message and stuff like that it still was it is still a little bit of a learning curve for me is what i'm trying to say true um i i love how i love how genuinely um old school this feels mm. um like nothing from modern hip-hop has touched this in a 
No. In, in a stale way at all, <laughs> I think. Um, I think the only part on this album that sounds kind of that that pays any mind to modern uh, trends is that there's a, there's a section in Holy Kalama Fuck where it slows down and sort of resembles when he's singing about amber lamps which is a oh, reference yeah. to that um that, that that bus fight video um it, it oh, has yeah. a sort of a trap feel um he's, he's singing yeah. about he's singing about the sort of the harsh reality of you know he he's lived that that drug dealing street life and it's you've given him like long lasting mental scars and it's not something to be glorified which is which is a great message and that song no, maybe these, these are yeah. these are um totally as as killer mike has gone on to say he's not a holier than thou um uh uh speakerphone for for what's going on of course right he just yeah. is like he, he's 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 as everybody else but just happens to yeah really really drive it home with his points He's like, I've lived, I've lived a life. I'm not perfect, you know. I think, yeah. I think at one point, I think his father was at. Whoa, Jesus! Sorry, <laughs> I just spilled coffee all over myself. I'm not even gonna, I'm not even gonna bother um, cleaning that up yeah, until later. Uh, table. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> fine. No electronic equipment was harmed in the making of this podcast, so it's fine. No. Um, but yeah, he, you know, he. I think he speaks about you know his father was a, yeah, uh, was a cop, and and so he he kind of comes from a place of, he's like I've I've been close to the law i've also kind of broken the law i'm you know i've seen both sides and but of course warned by his dad that don't be part of the law yeah because his dad retired because uh fuck what was the i can't remember the reason he gave i think it was before something happened um before a lot of like cracking down on um basically a lot of cops were getting in on the drug scheme Mm. becoming criminals themselves Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Serpico yeah. style. Um, yeah. No. It's it's it, it, it's it's a really interesting perspective, and it's just um, you know it's it's great to hear. It is. It's just it's a it's a very it's it's an interesting perspective. I think both of them have you know a lot to say, and they say it really really well. And I, I don't have any more insight than that maybe to give, but all I will say is that I you know I, I thoroughly enjoyed this album. It's less melodically inclined than something like for example a uh, title the creator from last year which obviously was my album of the year and i yeah title the adored. creator uh more, more modern approaches of course yeah um exactly more modern uh, and also just and like more inspired by a, a wider range of genres this this is this is like eclectic hip-hop whereas you know um something like tyler would be just a bit more more diverse although i have yeah. to say i've watched interviews with them and they you know they, they they like they they're super into tons of genres including rock and metal which is nice and the intensity yeah. of a lot of these tracks sort of shows they, that off they know how to send a slamming song into the yeah. production booth um, yeah and, and obviously getting in like zach de la roja and um and josh homie kind of is enough evidence that you know they mm. you know they they have their ears uh spread out pretty wide as far as music is concerned, which is great. Yeah. Um, no, it's wonderful. This is a wonderfully cool album. Um, like we just need, you know? Yeah. Um, we need laughs, but we also need something this authentic. Yeah. And there is, there is the sort of performative, like hip hop chest beating uh, in evidence here that, you know, you kind of hear on, um, you know, out of sight and, uh, uh, yanking the brave episode four. And, and that has its place, you know I mean? I think that's, that is kind of a chance to like let the um 
what would what would be like to like let the hair down so to speak and then there are also like obviously tons of moments of real insight um into a very real problem and i don't think you or i are going to be able to give any kind of <laughs> like you know it's 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 basically what we would just say mm-hmm. is that like we you know we stand united with um with you know against against oppression and and you know what uh, for my money you know any any of the remedies that killer mike is talking about on this record you know i would i would i would wholeheartedly support um and learn up on that's that's one thing we can do is absolutely get educated and um just learn be aware you know yeah Yeah, exactly exactly right so you know so i think um you know we're so far from being anything approaching an authority on the subject all i will say is that you know I felt like I, I took something away from this record and um, it's inspired me to, you know, to dig back into the, the Ruin the Jewels back catalogue and, and branch out a little bit further um, into hip hop, which is a genre that, you know, it's 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 not that I've, I've, I've loved hip hop records um, in the past and it's it's not a genre that I have any kind of um, automatic bias against. The only reason why I don't listen to it more is because hip hop is a genre that I think requires your one, 100% of your attention to really get exactly. the most out of it, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, exactly. So, it, it, whereas it, it's harder to listen, it's it, than other genres. It's it's less um, it's less beneficial to listen to as sort of a backdrop to whatever you're doing, which is how I consume music most of the time. Uh, but I think that's it. That's just a barrier that I'm going to have to get over. Yeah, it's it's um, it's the fact that we we got to realize that ra- um, this does not have a filter like most yeah. genres of the sort, right? Yeah. It's uh, here it is. You got to pay the fuck attention and, and you know be yeah. your own hype man to your listening absolutely right? and when you're saying you know, this is the line that'll probably get me assassinated and he he means it you know it's um yes makes Which you really that, kind of song was that again think, um i think that was yeah. just possibly just okay yeah mm. something right, yeah, some, that was- something around there might have been might have been uh, walking in the snow but uh yeah it's around okay. there uh yeah so it's 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 really good um, it's really really good my favorite track is definitely a few words for the firing squad okay yeah um, that really just blows my mind mm. when, the, when the song arrives um, because this, this this album introduces all these little bits that appear finally in the last song and it's it's something else yeah it's impressive um, god I, I love so many bits of so many verses um, I, I think yeah of course some some don't land some meander a bit um hmm. but it it definitely hits hard and um i would I th- say yeah. good oh i think walking in the snow is mine yeah 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 that's that's a it's good got one. a vibe it's got a vibe and an atmosphere to it that i like as well which yep um this doesn't this album doesn't rely on atmospheres as much as just being oppressively heavy hitting yeah, exactly, exactly, and I'm still, I'm still, you know, I'm, I'm still getting, getting my head around it, I guess, because um, mm-hmm. it's just, it's so dense, Good. like it's lyrically dense, it's musically dense, but um, there's, a, there's a lot to love there. Yeah, I think I'm going to give this an eight. Uh, I'll give this a nine. Yeah, um, yeah I, I love this. It's very rewarding. It, it really is. is. It really is, and and you know, and considering the moment that surrounds it, it's, um, it's a very yeah, I hesitate to use the word important, but it is, you know, in, in the context of the times, it is an important album. And Run the Jewels have a platform. I think more people mm-hmm. are listening to this album than uh, have ever listened to Run the Jewels before. And I really hope that, you know, good they're not just preaching to the converted and that 
there are going to be people who need to have their assumptions challenged or maybe just need to have the reality like be confronted with the reality of the situation and i really hope that they you know listen to this and uh and maybe take something from it yeah i mean uh if all you got to do is watch that um watch that floyd video if you forget that's the thing yeah 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 right yeah. and killer um, mike's and you- excellent speech about it yeah your blood will be back boiling and uh yeah the hate is warranted you, you yeah. gotta or the anger it's warranted keep, keep that and, in check. you know i just you know, this isn't a political podcast but shut down the police departments rehire retool rejigger everything like make a community policing we're lucky enough here in this country we have a racism problem but at least we don't have a policing our, problem you know our, our police are not armed they're they're tr- generally trusted by the community um and it's a different it's a different citizen police relationship and i think maybe the u.s could probably learn something from that it yeah was, we're we're yeah of course baffling bafflingly privileged even though most a lot of us yeah. do complain um and i see stuff going on in the philippines yeah. where they're uh any any protest or is our, the bill going uh, there's a bill going past i think it's passed already that any protesters would be considered terrorists wow and they had a Jesus. protest recently, but they guised it as a party. Okay. So, um, hell yeah, two people <laughs> still, still getting out there in that way. Um, yeah, that's no, it's, awesome. it's great. That is great. That is great because, you know, you need to you need to force change. And I don't think if it's interesting, like, what was it? I think there's a line. Um, it's, 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 it's worked into Run the Jewels 3, I believe, but there's a Martin Luther King line that's been... <laughs> Um, trotted out quite a bit recently I think a, the, mm-hmm. a riot is a language of the unheard and uh, let me tell you if if the protests had been entirely peaceful um, they would have been shut down without a whisper and nobody would be talking about it so take yep. that for we've seen it worth. before yep. we've seen it many times uh, yep yep yep, yep. Yeah. so that's all I have to say about that um, it's a really good record you should listen to it uh, Run the Jewels so it's RTJ4 by Run the Jewels um, excellent album alright uh, last full-length release of the week is uh, Methographer by Antethic. So this is a band from Russia. Um, it comes out on the Holy Roar record label, which is... Not a, not a, not a, a familiar venture for us to go back to Holy Roar or Holy uh, Roar's uh, bands, <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, we've, we've, covered it. we've covered a few Holy Roar uh, bands over the, over the years, but... Um, their stuff tends to fall into the sort of post very much what post rock. Mm, uh, I would have more yeah. said it's like super super heavy, sort of grind hardcore like experimental heavy music. Like that that well, would have been my impression of Holy Roar. Yeah, yeah, they do both. They can yeah. do both, and I see it uh, a lot. Like, just um, to give you a, an example of, of, like, some of the artists that would be with Holy Roar, just to get, like, just to sort of maybe to sort of underline yeah. how unusual Antethic are in comparison to the rest. Like, you've got Body Hound, which are, who are crazy, sort of discordant math rock band. Um, Bosk, again, super heavy post-metal band. Yes. Um, uh, you know, Car Bomb, we reviewed that album on the show. 
Yeah, what, mm-hmm. about as about as insane as music gets. Conjurer, like <laughs> yeah. old school sort of old school. What would you call Conjurer? They're like huh. the heaviest sort of doom yeah. band, kind of a doom sort of doom band. Death doom. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, bands like pff, Full of Hell, who are just straight up white hot blast of the grind so they so they're basically it's 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 a it's a lot of really 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 heavy stuff with some uh curveballs thrown in the mix like a williams who you know does kind of like ra- rather quiet delicate um uh, uh or almost um an- anthem like uh folk anthems that kind of thing okay. so it's so they're an interesting they're an interesting diverse record label but they tend towards the heavier side of the spectrum so Antethic are an interesting signing for them because but based on the evidence of of mythographer which is an entirely electronic affair yeah maybe um, the only I, entirely electronic uh record on their l- label to date i would imagine wow that's uh yeah. something even for this band because i listened back to this band and they've They've, they've uh, fine-tuned a few different aspects of this stuff more than uh, more than they have in the past. Yeah, um, and I, I would say, like, right off the bat, this is... I, I don't think I've ever heard a transformation from album to album quite as complete as Antethic going from their last record, um, Ghost Shirt Society, in 2017 to, yeah. to this album. Like, they've almost kind of started from scratch. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, <laughs> it, it almost feels like a fuck. Uh yeah, it feels like almost a different. They got it's like they got a different member or something, and yeah, even though they're just a trio, right? Um, I believe they are a trio from St. Petersburg. Yeah, it's it was it's just a case of they were a quite good um post rock band in the vein yeah. of maybe like God is an astronaut or Tides from yeah. Nebula. To def- definitely focus on the uh, focus point on the post. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. very um, atmospheric and, and kind of <laughs> and quite good. Um, but I wouldn't have said that they distinguish themselves particularly. Whereas on this album, this is like experimental electronic yeah. music. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's what we saw there. What we explained with the post rock, um, post, but with more of an atmospheric, um, well, still atmospheric, but uh, an upbeat uh, kind of air to it, right? Depending, whatever, on the, depending on the song, yeah, yeah. The upbeat. Whenever a lot of upbeat stuff happens in this, mm. um, it tends to be a bit more positive sounding in the synths and almost like a three trap tigers kind of affair, mm. where it's not as oppressive as post rock is. For but the then, most part, in other moments, I feel like it sounds whatever chord choices they make and the, 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 their choices of synthesizer. It, it it almost gives you motion sickness in a good way. Like it sounds really kind of disturbing and, and malevolent and evil. Like to move a mountain would be a good example of that. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Um, like it's it, it, they can they can stretch out these sort of six distorted sounds. To, yeah, to like to like so six seven minutes and it, you know it can be it's very atmospheric and it can be um, it really kind of sets the mood of you know no matter what you're doing you put this album on <laughs> i think you're transported to like a frost bitten tundra in in yeah. russia somewhere <laughs> yeah we got we got a lot of build-ups like for the most mm. part the songs don't entirely take off until halfway through yeah when they start getting their point across um yeah that's what you get an info with this right absolutely um, yeah you're, you're like i would almost think of this as apex twin meets nero 
Does that make sense? Uh, yeah. Like, um, like it's it's it hits hard and it, it like it is big and bold and brassy like Nero, but then I think it's also extremely weird and choppy and kind of um, unsettling in in an Aphex Twin type way. And there yeah, are there's I, like drum and bass bits, there's jungle bits, there's house bits. Mm-hmm. There, you know, it, it it does draw from a lot of different styles of electronic music. Yeah, it's I don't think it's quite as that. I think it meanders a bit. I would say. Um, when 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 the build up parts are going around and there there are a few breaks where it does meander, um, mm. but to the to the point you're getting across is is, is um they they've experimented enough with with um kind of the up tempo techno stuff, mm. um the really weird um spacey laser synths, um that are kind of have a major positive vibe, but. Yeah. Then dread kicks in right under. It's it's <laughs> very fucking interesting. Yeah. There's like an aching electronic harmonica at the end of Tyro, which I love. It's just it's like a one like ray of hope in what is otherwise a quite a, a bleak album in many parts. It's 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 really nice. Yeah, but I think um, I, what I liked about this was it just wasn't as bleak as post rock was in general, and I get kind of mm. sick of that in general. But this this had this had a bit of levity to it, right? It's something different. It's just something different. Yeah. Well, that last track, the Unturnable, in particular, I think um, has almost it has definitely is the most club vibe of of any of the tracks. And it, Indeed. it there was a time um, back in yeah twenty maybe 2013, 2014, where we were a couple of friends and I went to Berlin and we were recommended a club on the other side of the city and we ended up having to get, you know, <laughs> like two S-bands, a U-band and a bus three or something to get there. We didn't get there until about three in the morning and we just wandered in and it was like this weird, dingy club with sort of laser projections on the walls and I think somebody oh, saw yeah. a guy mm-hmm. injecting heroin into his eyeball in the bathroom and it was that kind of like latent weird clubby sort of dingy berlin vibe that i got from the unturnable on it's it's great like it just it really sets an atmosphere yeah quintessential berlin tech no yeah logical stuff and this is that right this is a bit of that uh yeah, and then the the taxi driver that drove us home was insane. I think he was Iranian, and he, he was completely obsessed with Irish nuns. <laughs> okay. Like that was his like he right. just wouldn't that was stop his talking. Touch about point them. to you. Yeah, he's like, I love your nuns. It's like, okay, uh, can you take us home? <laughs> Are you <please?"> sure? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's 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 it's. I just it's hard to it's hard to really talk about this album in like specifics. It's very you know you know it kind of reminds me of in parts actually. This is kind yeah. of a post rock touch point. Is her name is Kala? Uh, yeah. That's that's yeah. a good that's a very good touch point. Atmospherically, like and 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 in the drawn out structures and kind of, um, like moments of levity interspersed with sort of, uh, swaths of, it, it, sinister darkness. I I yeah I, I really like this. I just I don't know I can't really articulate it, but I just think this is a kind of a home run as far as, um, an album that that creates a mood. I think it's really really cool. I've been listening yeah, to I mean, it a ton. Yeah, like like was it that that song Hauma or Hema? Yeah, yeah. Um, named after was it a Persian Persian Iranian plant that um, was uh, foretold to have like um, like like very uh, immortal nurturing qualities. Oh really? To it. Yeah, uh, but not really. <laughs> right. That kind of thing. Um, interesting kind of vibes from the song mm. titles alone. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, 
I yeah, I don't have like a huge amount more to say, except yeah, I think Depeche Mode would be another good touch point, um, especially oh, yeah. for that first track. Like Depeche Mode is a good is a good um, comparison just because I think they also trade in um, maybe somewhat deceptively catchy or um, kind of groovy beats that are at their core quite disturbing. Um, and yeah, and that's that's kind of what's going on here. It's it's great, and it does take its time. I think it's I think it's a grower. Like it takes its time to get used to. It really does. Um, I think mm. the first time around, as I said, the meandering parts. Um, yeah, kind of lost me a little bit. So it's kind of like, okay, when's that? You know, the part that come up, comes up halfway through, I glow. That mm. that bit. Uh, I was expecting a lot of that, and it, for the most part, you still get that. You do. Yeah. Right. You have to be patient and you have to really listen in because there's always something going on, but it's not always necessarily right at the forefront. And I, you know, it, it rewards a patient listen, but I, I, I think it, I think it rewards um, quite richly. I, I really love this. Yeah. And they, mm-hmm. they, they need more love on too on Spotify. It was actually only in the last 24 hours. Did their, um, did any of their songs tick up over the 1000 play mark? Um, oh, or any wow. any of the songs of I should say any of the songs of this record that their their previous album has a, has a few that are sort of around the sort of eight nine thousand mark, but yeah. um, but you know, but now now like I Glow has has two thousand plays, Frontier has has, has fifteen hundred, and the rest are all kind of sub a thousand. So so go listen and and hopefully um and hopefully being on Holy Roar will bring this band a little bit more exposure and hopefully they 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 really commit to this new electronic direction because I prefer Antethic the the weird wonky modern day craft work <laughs> yeah um like for me for me uh three trap tigers is that now um mm. i'm not sure where they're at i hope they're i hope they come back but if not we have these guys absolutely right? yeah definitely 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 yeah i've heard them lumped in with um like perturbator and carpenter brute and all that kind of stuff yeah, like that's, i don't know i yeah i mean i don't i don't i don't really know if i necessarily agree with that but um they have that space lasery synth, as I said. It's just yeah, yeah. I don't think this is as eighties inspired though. This this feels a little bit more just non non uh, generational electronic yeah. music. But you know that could just be me. Uh, yeah, but my favorite track well, is uh, probably "To Move a Mountain." Sure, yeah, that's definitely it. Um, mm. I, I I'd I'd say "I Glow" is mine. "I Glow" is great. Yeah, gets so groovy towards the end. I love it. It does. Score to ten. Uh, give us an eight. Okay. Yeah. All yeah. right. In a stunning Pretty upset uh, from our scores so far, I'm gonna actually give this a nine. I really love this. Yeah. Fair. Yeah. I. Yeah. I, yeah. All I to right. Walk to. Definitely. Um, the album is called Mythographer, and the band are called Antethic. A N T E T H I C. Um. Yeah. Russian band. Well. Well. With checking out. I think. So, uh, and then we just as a little as a little bonus, we're gonna throw in um, a review of uh, the new Chromio EP, <laughs> which is called Quarantine Casanova. I mean, yeah. already I'm, I'm having fun. Uh, on brand, <laughs> if, yeah, if anything. Yeah, it's so on brand great. titles are their forte. Oh man, <laughs> Chromio are just I, 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 they can do no wrong in my eyes. I mean the the. Uh, the album art for this is just delightful. It's, you know, it's like a, a box of antiseptic wipes 
um, like a giant box that's like t- t- sort of uh, towering over the two guys, and then it turns into a piano roll as it kind of makes its way around the artwork, um, which is just oh, yeah. beautiful. Um, so it looks like a, possibly like a pencil drawing, like a really detailed yeah. pencil drawing. Um, so this comes uh, two years after um, Head Over Heels, which you and I were both pretty keen on. I think uh, I was more keen on it than you. Right. Yeah, you were. You were. I. I. I thought. I. I think it's. In retrospect, I. I like it more than I maybe said it. Like it's definitely grown on me, and I've listened to it a lot in the intervening years. I probably would give it an extra point than whatever I gave it yeah. at the time. I think I probably gave it a seven. I'd probably give it an eight um, now. But it's. But Chromio are just a fun, sort of modern day, disco like future disco band mm-hmm. that yeah. trade in fantastic. Old positive school meets new school, positive vibes. vibes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And <laughs> and so you 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 were kind of on the the quarantine the quarantine stuff from them from day one. So walk walk us through that. What 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 really is all to say besides that they just kind of showcased these in Instagram lives, <laughs> just these songs they were working on um, mm. to get you through everything. Yeah, and, exactly uh, right. Yeah, they just kind of came out with an album two months after that was this right yeah and it's i mean we've had we've had we've had uh, isolation slash quarantine uh releases today i think the first one was probably the nine inch nails record which by the way just checking in have you been have you been revisiting those nine inch nails records at all uh no i've listened to ghosts four no ghost five together loads and it's great like i put a pin in that one i the first nine inch nails uh isolation album I really love um, much more so than I maybe said on the show, but um, yeah. So that like that that was kind of completed in quarantine. So it's not it's not an entirely quarantine based album. Uh, Little Green Car- oh, oh my god, sorry, Freudian slip. Um, uh, Soda Blonde released uh, their isolation EP um, at the end of May, and and that that's that's was one hundred percent quarantine inspired. But I think ah, uh, this one is just this, this has is- to be. This is this the gold standard, right? More than them, more than anything can. Well, this isn't oblique. This is like this is actually active, yeah. day by day. Yeah, you know re- exactly what you're doing. Yeah, this is this is <laughs> this is actively really clever, funny, catchy sort of disco songs based around the coronavirus. So, the, so the, the the track titles are Clorox Wipe, where um, where Dave won sort of imagines that you might fall in love with him if he was a Clorox wipe uh, six feet away which is all about uh, w- wanting to love somebody but they can't really hear you because you're wearing a mask <laughs> uh, stay yeah. in bed stay in bed and do nothing which is dunks on people who are performatively pretending like acting like they're DJs and chefs and stuff and being too crazy for their own bridges right yeah it's sort of saying that it's okay if if you want to stay in bed and do nothing all day it's it's fine there's no pressure on you in the, in the pandemic to be productive uh, the Roni got me stressed out which is pretty self-explanatory and cabin fever which is kind of a slow like one of the chic slow jams um all about you know kind of uh, yeah well life life when you can't really leave your room and it's 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 all super clever some of the lyrics are hysterical um and and great like these don't feel like b-sides they feel like great mainline chromio tracks yeah because they have the heart and the intention and they're, they're you know they're they're there to help <laughs> They worked on it to help their own mental health and thusly helped our mental health. Absolutely. So, I mean, right. I just, oh God, man, it's, they're just so great, these songs. I, I, I don't know how to, I don't know how to like, how else to say it, but 
Chromeo yeah, like, well, has in, in, nailed in it. Ronnie's gonna be stressing out. Some of the lyrics are, and all my friends are out at work. Will they ever find a cure? Your guess is as good as mine. Will be will we tour before? 2029 we tour before 2029 (laughs) yeah 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 and then um like uh in stay in bed and do nothing it's like i've been doing all these zooms i just want to try the i I love this as well it's like everybody's out there flexing like the djs or a chef the only people i respect are working for usps and the doctors and the nurses and the grocery store clerks if you're acting busy boy you're looking like a jerk i mean that's just that's great (laughs) um and it's then, weird because sorry you're gonna say no no no. i was just i was just gonna say i think there's a there's a line um there's a line later in that song yeah so this this is the line i was looking for um it says everybody's always bragging about all their activities but there's really nothing wrong with zero productivity all these people trying to zoom i don't even like them in real life <laughs> yeah <laughs> on the stay of my room the only place it feels like. but it's it's great it's so ob- it's so observational it's so catchy yeah um, um, and it's and, and, positive and like instantly and quite ironically because they state in it that they want to forget about all this shit um <laughs> this is an immortal reminder that <laughs> coronavirus happened yeah right what, yeah he says he says i thought <laughs> we were still in march this. and honestly i felt that you know he's like what happened yeah. where did the time go i thought we were still in march like it's it's the well, middle of june lyrically these this is from the, the this is in the um the eye of the storm yeah, this oh, is, yeah. This is yeah, yeah, these yeah. are their thoughts. Like, like I don't yeah. think they quite apply now. In some ways, maybe. they still do. But yeah, in some ways, uh, yeah. they still do. But yeah, I agree. It's a document. It's a it's a brilliant document of sort of peak pandemic time, and, yeah, and also they're... like massive shout out to to P Thug who who does a lot of his um, talk box his best talk box talk box work on this record. Truly, uh, great callbacks and and call and answers. I mean. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is what's the song with with yeah. the most kind of call and response? Um, One of the first, right? It's probably it's probably Clorox wipe. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you know, it's like I got a twenty twenty planner. I'm gonna throw it out. And he's like, just throw it out. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And you know what? I looked at my twenty twenty planner. I was like, damn, I spent a lot on this. I, I got this in the fucking Ghibli Museum. I was I was uh, hyped for this, and fuck, I felt that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, it's 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 just yeah. I mean, it, it's a like really great fun time. We're, we're we're literally on the week of the gigs I was going to do. The like this weekend uh, was going to be. Uh, we were going to be going to um, a fucking God is an festival. Oh, we're going to be going yeah, to the festival sorry, right this weekend. That's right, and then ramstein would have happened then yep i would have gone to mcr twice next week yep. <laughs> it's it's heavy don't mean to get real with you but this, this brought that back up <laughs> uh, i mean but it was like this music saved me it was like okay just yeah. keep feeling good okay it'll happen again this is great there's a, uh, i have a quote here from uh, dave one in relation to the roni got me stressed out <laughs> he says the narrator here is really starting to unravel and uh, this was very personal P and I were like, will we tour before 2029? My managers still don't have an answer to that. You know, we're watching those versus battles and Teddy Riley's internet not working and you don't want to go to the grocery store. You're stressed. We don't know who's, uh, we don't know how long this is going to last. So the Roni got me stressed out is about the confusion with all the mixed messaging we're getting. It's like, I've got to take care of my mental health because it's fragile. And indeed, and I just, you know, I really admire, I really admire them mm-hmm. for doing this. I didn't, I, I wasn't sure if it was ever going to see a full professional release, but it has, yeah. uh, and it's, it, it's, it's on too Spotify. Good to, it's great. Yeah. They put too much care into it and 
everything sounds as good as any album they've done before, right? Maybe a little more kind of minimalist in yeah. its approach, kind of kind of like the old school albums they had. But um, I think they gave it care. Um, and you hear that, like, mm. my favorite synth um, they've ever done is it is is in the solo kind of the interlude so the pre-chorus solo to cabin fever i guess oh yeah it's yeah. a really blissed out um so uh, kind of a solo-y Wurlitzer effect it's 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 fun i think i know the one you're talking about yeah yeah and like you know and there's a really cool west coast west coast classics vibe yeah. to roni got me stressed out um six feet away is like almost like could be like a phil collins song and it's exactly stay in bed is i think it's actually so i think it's stay in bed it's the west coast one i can't really remember but it's they're, they're all good i've only listened to it a couple times in, in in full but um suffice it to say you know we highly recommend it i mean if what would be your favorite song out of all of them oh shit uh, they're all so good but but like lyrically some songs are better than the ones that are instrumental yeah or, or, or rather um instrumentally diverse uh mm. i would say Roni's got me stressing out. My favorite Girl, lyrically. Roni's got me stressed out. Melodically, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. I think. Uh, I think. I think for me, it's probably stay in bed and do nothing. I love that one. Yeah. Cabin fever is my favorite. Oh, okay. 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 Yeah. 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 Uh, I mean, like, honestly, I would probably score this a ten. Yeah. Well, probably a nine. But yeah, I mean, it's only I an mean, EP, but it's great. It's just great. It's just fun. Yeah. It isn't groundbreaking. That's the thing. That's why I'd give it a nine no. too. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I mean, for for kind of providing, providing a laugh and a smile and and more yes. excellent sort of top shelf chromio jams in the middle of this pandemic, you you have to just give them respect. They're they're great. Yeah. This is the musical um, equivalent of what Foil Arms and Hog are doing with their comedy sketches, like totally Corona re- uh, relevant, but mm. ripping the piss and you yeah. know. Yeah, yeah. I think honest. we all. I think we all need a bit of that amongst the doom and gloom, and thankfully we are starting to uh, slowly, as I say, slowly, slowly emerge back into into normality. So yeah, so that's great. So a highly, highly recommended listen uh, there, and I think it will stand as a as a bit of a time capsule moment as well. You know, in their back, you can kind of look back and and it's nice that people are making art that will reflect the the spirit of the times. It's. I, I I may look back and laugh at it. <laughs> to be honest, it's funny. I may it's be funny, like, yeah. wow. It's funny that like but, in the same know. week that we have run the jewels, which obviously wasn't created with kind of with coronavirus and 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 all of the the bullshit that's happened in the world since. But in in a way, run the jewels feels very of the moment in one sense, and then this feels very of the moment in a totally completely different opposite sense. <laughs> well, you you see that with the tightrope. Um, effect of shit do we go out to protest because corona's still around yeah uh, like well yeah there's one doesn't totally negate the other but it sure seems like it takes the problem over but it yeah. doesn't so yeah. that's yeah that's, yeah so if, if you do if you're in a in a position to protest and uh, you know be, be, be safe and wear a mask and etc yeah um but yeah okay so uh that is our show for this week. Um, we, yeah, I mean, a, a really, a, a really interesting and diverse crop of records. I think. Oh, totally! Um, yeah, what, what a load sure. of fun! All the way from the biggest artist in the world to, um, a, you know, an artist who we need to get up over a thousand plays on Spotify. So there you go. Um, <laughs> thank you so much for joining us. Uh, we're, you know, we're excited to hopefully get back in the studio together soon. Mm-hmm. Um, but great to be still bringing you the show. Um, 
during these difficult times. So thank you very Truly. much for joining us. Uh, you can follow us on Spotify. That's probably the easiest way to find the show. You can find our playlist as well that we pop the records that we're covering into. Um, and as, along with that, you can uh, check in with us on Facebook and Twitter. Uh, Dylan, any parting words to the boys and girls? Nah, just thanks. Thanks for being here. Yep. Thanks for sticking around. See you soon. Bye. Bye.